What up, cut up? I'm Nathan McDougal, and this is the very first episode of A Poor Excuse for a Podcast. Man, I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, before we get started, just a real quick few things uh, I wanted to fill you in on. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I wrote a book in April of 2019. I published my first book. It was a collection of short stories titled A Poor Excuse for a Book. Uh, well, we decided to follow that up with this podcast, A Poor Excuse for a Podcast, which is basically a deep dive into every individual story into that book. Kind of like a, a director's commentary, um, a little bit more information, a little bit more behind the scenes, a little bit more fun um, to each of those stories. Now, if you have not read the book, do not worry. You can still follow along. You'll still have a lot of fun. But if you do want to snatch your own copy of the book, you can check the YouTube description. There will be a link. And you'll be able to follow that link and you'll be able to, you know, grab your book, uh, show your support and uh, check that out. Um, speaking of YouTube, if you are watching, please like, subscribe, uh, comment, all of that good stuff. That support really helps out um, if you are not watching YouTube. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or through Spotify, uh, give your boy a few stars or make a comment. Subscribe on there as well. Um, I believe that is all. With no further ado, we will hop right into the very first episode of A Poor Excuse for a Podcast. Once again, so excited, so glad you're here. Got a lot of great uh, stuff coming, so stay tuned, stay with us. We're going in. Tell me. You go. Hello, world. Welcome to A Poor Excuse for a Podcast. I'm Nathan McDougal. You can call me Nate, or you can call me Ransom. I don't want that to catch you by surprise. And today I have with me, joining me, my brother from another mother, Trace. What up, what up? And then mm -hmm. I got uh, world-renowned Cheddar Cheese. What's happening? And then I got she, the hitman of all hitmen, Bucci. What's up, man? Mm -hmm. um, so to, this is the first episode of A Poor Excuse for a Podcast in conjunction with A Poor Excuse for a Book. And uh, today we go dive deep into Ignorance is Bliss. That's chapter one. That's the first story uh, from the book, which you may or may not have heard of. You know, mm -hmm. that's how it goes sometimes. But uh, stay with us. We're going to dive into this, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Go pour you a drink because we all got poured up drinks. And let's do it. we link up, link up. It's a hit, it's a and hit. every time we pull up, what's up? We with the shit, with the and shit. Every time we roll up, roll up. It's the split. The niggas try to hold up, hold up. We getting hit, bang, bang, bang. Don't take it personally. This may not work for you. I keep that burner with me. Might end up hurting you. Physically, I ate the track. Verbally, I state the facts. Herbally, I smoke the best. Change the game, keep the rest. Money make a mindset. Penny to a dime set. Flip a Michael Kors from a motherfucking time mix. In my nature. Uh, welcome back, and uh, as I said again, hello world, welcome, welcome to a poor excuse for a podcast, and um, even to just spark off how this whole thing is, what this whole thing is, the whole intro of hello world got a backstory, everything got a backstory behind it, I'm all, I'm 90% backstory, so just to dive into it, just to, to you know what I mean, you know what I'm saying, just yeah. spark yeah. it off, yeah. hello world comes from, we have an uncle, um, I have an uncle, or had an uncle, he passed away, but his name, 
name was Billy, but for some reason we called him McDougal, which is our last name. I don't know why we called our uncle by his last name. But um, he used to drink. He was a drinker. A whole lot of drinks. Wild Irish Rose was his drink of choice. And he used to have a lot of catchphrases. This is my grandmother's brother. He used to have a lot of catchphrases. And like he used to say, a day without wine is like a day without sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he also, when we used to walk into my grandmama's house, he just used to blurt out <laughs> randomly, hello world. <laughs> and uh, so that's where, that's where hello world comes Man. from. So that's a gem for you to uh, spark it off. But to go even further, this is a poor excuse for a podcast. I'm Nathan McDougal. And uh, what I did is I wrote a book. Um, a collection of short stories called A Poor Excuse for a Book, which hopefully you read before you found this. But if you didn't, just stay here anyway and, just, you know, just act like you read it. Make it up as you go. I'm, I'm, I'm making it up as I go. And then um, go back and read it. Or if you read, you know, I mean, get, get the read. We'll get the reading and watching situation squared away. But there was a book called A Poor Excuse for a Book. It's a bunch of short stories. Half of them are uh, nonfiction and then a uh, uh, not half, but a little bit less than half of them are uh, fiction stories. Um, and what we're going to do here is we're going to do a deep dive into each of those stories. And uh, I'll kind of let you know where my mind was at when I was writing them or what memories they came from, from the nonfiction ones or what mm-hmm. dreams they came from for the fiction ones. And uh, man, we're just going to discuss it. You're going to you know, sit with the crew man, while we have a few drinks and have some conversation. And shit, that's going to be that. So... Uh, with that out the way, we're going to get started. And so that's the book. And the first chapter in the book is a story called Ignorance is Bliss. And uh, I'm going to give you a real quick recap of that. And that is basically when I was seven or eight years old, I was in the uh, projects. We, you know, family, you know, we came, we came out the mud. So we came from the low, from the bottom to the top, as you can say. But um I was in the projects at my auntie house and there was a blackout and uh, I have to, as a kid, seven to eight years old, the perfect time, I got to pee. I got to take a piss. So I go out of the project building. Everybody's on the porch, so we are out of the project building. But I go around to the back of the building to pee and I find a dead body, like just laying out in the backyard, stretched out, eyes wide open, looking up at the sky, mouth wide open. And I should have been like, oh, snap, is it there? Is it there? But instead, I was like, damn, it's somebody done die. I got to pee, though. So I just turned around <laughs> on the building, you know what I mean, and just peed. And I walked back around in front of the building, didn't say nothing to nobody, and just sat back down and continued whatever conversation I was having. And the whole thing of that is uh, my innocence shielded me from you know what probably should have been a traumatic experience and um and i just to give you a little bit of backstory on that story that is the first chapter of the book and i actually originally wrote that out when i was in college for a communications class and uh the professor wanted us to tell a story um that that really spoke about who we were or where we had come from or just something that besides, hi, my name is Nathan and I want to do this and that, he wanted something a little bit deeper. And I was like, dang, you know what? I, I found a dead body a long time ago. You know what I mean? And that was really, since it happened, the first time I had even really thought about it. But um, yeah, man, that's ignor- that is ignorance is bliss. And... These are, are my fellas here, and we just gonna, you know, dive more into it. Yeah, chop that up. 
So as 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 my my brothers, everybody mm-hmm. in this table is like a brother to me. Uh, when y'all peeped that particular story, did it did it did it bring to mind anything for you or or definitely? Yeah, I'll say the uh, first thing I thought of when I was real. I'm like, wow, okay. So what happened in my life yeah. that I that I shift from and say, okay, was that a situation where it was you know something just like that where? Mm-hmm. Um, I was I encountered something that should have been a traumatic experience, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason I didn't react in that way. Yeah, and then that kind of I was like, okay, well, if that's the case, then what can I really say about my perspective on right. uh, my optimism, my uh, being pessimistic, right, right, so right, forth. Yeah, right. So uh, I appreciated that though, that you know that sit time with it, yeah, uh, yeah. to try to figure that out, and uh, for sure I had you know. I thought about myself and yeah. what type of uh, situations that I was in that I was like, okay, yeah, that was definitely a situation. Yeah. Um, and, of course, now I reference that situation when I think about my lack of a response to certain things mm. that in other ways should be yeah. a, a, a situation where it may be traumatic. I'm, yeah. Know, yeah. I guess that's still based off the perspective. Yeah. Uh, but I appreciate that, that, yeah, that yeah. point about it. And you, and, and we are very similar with kind of like a nonchalant nonchalant demeanor right. and let a lot of things kind of just roll past and roll through mm-hmm. so I could definitely see that that uh, where you kind of clicked and hit with that those similarities there right and, and then, then roll off of them yeah mm-hmm. it's uh, it's like when you think about like the earliest memories though mine yeah. necessarily wasn't a uh, a tra- well it was a traumatic experience they, it, it didn't roll off you know like when you were with your grandparents yeah and, you know uh you doing something you have no business doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, pissing on the side of the bed. Yeah, right, right. Business, pissing on the side of the bed. <laughs> right. But yeah, I was outside and playing with a bucket of sawdust for some strange reason, playing with a bucket of sawdust. Yeah. And I dropped it. And yeah. Sawdust flew everywhere. Yeah, yeah, eyes, yeah. everything. Yeah. So I go to the front of the house and I'm telling my grandma, before she died or whatever, yeah. I'm telling her, like, oh, I can't see something in my eyes. Yeah. And she instantly, before she asked me what was wrong with anything, I don't know if she's seen sawdust on my clothes or what, but she yeah. whooped my ass first. <laughs> so she yeah. whooped me and then was like, well, why would you back up playing with it anyway? So I was yeah. like, well, how did you know? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, that, that was just like, it was... Traumatic me, I'm thinking, shit, I'm going blind. As you know, what I'm saying, right, right, right. Five, six years old, I'm right. going blind, man. And she whooping me, right? Like, really, right. <laughs> Ever since then, man, I do never go to my grandma. <laughs> no grandparent, I'm right. talking nothing, right, right, and everything. I deal with it myself. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Booch, is it anything from ignorance is bliss, and, and that that you want to touch on? I've never had a. As far as like my earliest memory, it wasn't traumatic because my earliest memory is that I can think back, close my eyes and think back and remember is uh, I was going to see I was going to see my daddy. Like mm-hmm. my mom was like, "We finna go see your daddy," and mm-hmm. I mean I knew I knew the nigga was there, but mm-hmm. thinking back, I'm like, I don't think I never seen this nigga before. Well, I know <laughs> I have. But well, okay, well that touches yeah. me. That's at, something the, different. At, the, at the age I was at, I was yeah. like, I don't remember ever seeing this nigga, so I'm I'm happy to go see him. That but, touches something. That touches something slightly different. So in ignorance is bliss. So the story talks about finding the, this dead body. But mm-hmm. before I go into finding the dead body, I start the story with my earliest memory. Right. Which is which is I didn't my, my first memory is not finding the dead body. That would right. be pretty dark. Right. My right. first memory is actually, once again, being in the projects. This is mm-hmm. when uh, me and my mom lived in Preston Taylor, uh, public ho- public housing in West Nashville. And I remember this is 
this is my mind coming into being, into reality. I was yeah. jumping on the bed. Yeah. I was like four years old, jumping yeah. on the bed. My mom grabs me, sits me down, puts my shoes on, mm-hmm. and tells me, I was finna go see your granddaddy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Da, 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 da. And like that is the first memory I yeah. have. So and that's you know what I mean? No, no cradle, yeah. no pacifier. And reading that, it, it kind of... It kind of threw me for a loop because that's my first memory. Well, not granddaddy, but daddy. It's like, similar. It similar. Yeah, I was like, the first thing I remember was mama saying, we finna go see your dad. And I'm yeah. like, come to think about it, nigga, what is it? I don't remember <laughs> yeah, seeing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know what he looked like. Yeah. I'm a three, three or four years old, so I'm yeah. not thinking about And yeah. I'm just like, yeah, let's go see him. And I remember walking into the apartment, he playing the uh, Atari, whatever he was playing at the same yeah. little game. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. That was the first thing I remember. Like, yeah. that I think back and try to remember, it was... Going to see him, so it was yeah. that was it. Kind of threw me for a loop that we both remember. My mama saying, "Sit down, we're gonna go see somebody." Right. Right. And it was it was kind of crazy. And that, that's shout out to the mamas, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big shout. Hey, like if like when they say like a, a baby goose, the first thing you see is an imprint song. Yeah, yeah. And like that's how I, we imprint. Like yeah. yeah, my first thing our mom is my mom. First thing I remember is my mom's. Saying like, oh, let me put your shoes on so we can. Uh... <laughs> so with that being said, like, what is your your oldest memory um, that you can reach back and, and grab <laughs> onto? It's slick funny though. Mm-hmm. All right, so my oldest memory is um, <laughs> I don't know if this happened on the same day, uh-huh. but my younger brother, which well, my not my youngest brother, but the one who's right after me, I know this is six. Yeah, uh, Ryan. Um, <laughs> I remember having like an iron. And his oh, hand man. being burnt. And he was maybe a year old. And I'm two years older than him. So wow. I uh, or three years older than him? I don't know. But anyway, uh, I remember that. And then at the same time, in that same apartment, I remember my mama putting a relaxer in my head. <laughs> 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 yeah. And I remember when it got too hot. Yeah. yeah. Because and I, I was like, oh, yeah. Night. And I yeah. remember thinking to myself, what is this? What's wrong with my head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking to myself, why ain't the bath? Oh, my head was in a bathtub, and I was like, why ain't the bath water on? Yeah. Why is my head burning? Yeah, yeah, yeah what's yeah, going yeah. on? And, right there. and that's when when your mama lived with my mama. Ah, for real. Wow. She was there when uh, when when his when my brother's hand was Ryan. His hand was. I think the iron fell off the ironing board. Yeah. And it hit Ryan's hand. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Whatever. And um, now your he, mama came. Your mama came in there first. Okay. To was like, what's going on? What's going yeah, on? What's going yeah, on? Yeah. And my mama heard your mama. Yeah, yeah, came yeah. Right in there. And then you said you picked the iron up. Was I, the iron in your I, hand? I remember. I I remember. I don't know if I picked the iron up. I don't know if it was on his hand and I knocked it off. Oh, I remember okay, just picking okay, up his okay. hand and seeing it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. right yeah, here, yeah. if you look at my brother's hand right now, yeah, there's a V right mark there. right there. And yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. I remember looking at it and seeing his hand, yeah, yeah, his yeah. skin like melted yeah. looking. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Oh. So, so even yeah, if you crazy. think about how, like imagine coming into consciousness. Right. So like your kids are, like a kid is a kid. You're around, you're moving, but you're almost like a robot. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just doing things out of instinct but then at some point your mind like kicks in mm-hmm. yeah. and you like the this first thing reality. you see is, yeah, yeah 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 this is reality <laughs> right. and like my brother screaming because he right. broke his head right. he's like what's going on what, where am I what, yeah. what happened that's crazy though yeah and um and me and Tracy go back 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 like you were just saying like yeah. even my mom's living with your mom's yeah. and um so we were about three or four yeah, right, right. At, at this point in time and um this is, it's a, actually a Jay-Z bar that I always uh, bring brother mind. Mm-hmm. And it's actually when he do a song with Nas, mm-hmm. that black uh, 
black Republicans. Right. And he said, uh, huddling over the oven, and we was, was like, like brothers, brothers then. Yeah. Even though you, you was, was nothing other else. than the son of my mother's friend. Right. 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 Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Hey, I, I love that line. Yeah. 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 And that always made me think about bro right <laughs> yeah. there. That's real. Uh, think about Tracy and made me think about Delvin. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely keep coming up later on oh, right. in this podcast. But um, that's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, man. Right, right. But, um, there, there, what was that other point that I was trying to make? Um, oh, the story in itself, uh, coming into consciousness, and then there's kind of this cycle of birth, uh, because the first part of the story is talking about the first memory, mm-hmm. and even though I had been born three or four years prior, mm-hmm. my, my consciousness was born in that moment, right. mm-hmm. and then the finding of the body is kind of like completing that cycle with like uh, death, you know what I mean? Right, like, gotcha. like, so do you guys have any encounter? What, what, what's your what's your first memorable encounter with like death or the loss of life or yeah. you know something like to that to that degree? Were you young? Were you already older? What would what would you say or speak to on that particular end? Uh, well, I'll say from uh, on my for me, I don't remember my first funeral. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I can't. Recall that I well I remember I remember being in the place of my first funeral, mm-hmm. but I don't remember I remember just being around people who was mourning. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> yeah, well, my first encounter with that was sadly at a young age. I'll say around I know it was before seven, mm-hmm. um, maybe after four, but it was I had relatives of mine like. Tussling like old uh, barnyard uh, bonanza style with a gun yeah. in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking to myself, "Damn, I'm sitting right here. Y'all see me right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying like it doesn't, Registers you know, register." So at that point, that was an introduction to a lot of things for me. That was an mm-hmm. introduction to um, understanding who humans in general people are and, yeah. and emotions and volat- the volatile nature of that. Yeah, and then also um, it. It uh, introduced me to like um, how simple life can be taken away. Because mm. I was like, I'm right here, and if it just so happened these two guys tussling with a gun, right, like right, oh, right. you know, can like this, any right, any yeah. moment, I'm right, and if it did me, and what the, what's going to happen then? Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. <clears throat> then that's you know, hate to be morbid, but I guess it's a, a <laughs> this yeah, more yeah, topic. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. Uh, earliest memory like that. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I can feel you on that. Mm-hmm. Like the, me being. About, I think my grandma passed away in like March of 93 or 94, something like that. So I was probably about five or six when mm-hmm, she died. Mm-hmm. But, you know, before, like right before she passed, she was like on her bed, on her deathbed or whatever, mm-hmm. in the house. And it's like, we would go over and see her. And then my daddy would come and like well, I see him how, he, how affected he was by yeah. like he was sick and hurt about it. Yeah. But then it was like man, I'm thinking to myself like death. What is death? You know, yeah, right, right, six, right. I, mean, so I don't know what death right. is. Yeah. But he can't yeah. be that important if mm-hmm. he comes into the household to argue with my mm-hmm. granddaddy, you know, girlfriend. Hey, don't let him call you grandmama no more. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no. What's that to do with anything? Yeah, right, right. exactly. Right, right. So I'm like, man, your mama is about to die. Yeah, and you yeah. arguing. With a woman over me calling her grandma, yeah, yeah, showing yeah. out the house drunk or something. Yeah, I mean, right. but then like at the funeral, it was a whole nother play. It was yeah, all yeah, man, yeah, I'm yeah. so hurt, I'm so sad, but yeah. I just I don't know, man. 
like I, I, I understood and comprehended well at a young mm-hmm. age. Like, yeah, right, right. I'm ahead of my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, that right there, man, it's like my first encounter with them. Then like seeing her after you know getting whoopings by uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of this good stuff, but then to see her their life is like it, it, it didn't really pain me. But because like you were saying, everybody mm-hmm. around you was in mourning, man, mm-hmm. it made me sad too. Though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know why I'm crying. Right, I'm just right, crying. Right, 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 right. I knew that I felt bad for. It. Everybody, yeah. I'm sorry that you, whatever it is, yeah, yeah, I wish yeah, I could put yeah. a band-aid on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's, that's a wild. that's mm-hmm. a crazy feeling though. Being as being that young, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's you our nature. With, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super crazy, right? What right. about Nooch? Do you remember mm-hmm. an early life encounter with? I mean, I, you might you might feel like it's a downer, but you know, mm-hmm. I mean, death is a part of life, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It is. It and then to think about it from the point of view of a child right, right, right. often so discredit their perspectives and what they think but at, at one point we all were in that position mm-hmm. so I guess that's kind of why you know I decided to explore that topic and yeah. touch yeah. on that well, well I don't really remember like <laughs> thinking about death I remember hearing about like dying passing I remember hearing like phrases and stuff mm-hmm. but I never mm-hmm. when I, by the time I got to the word death it was like it was just like dark. They never, every time yeah. I heard, when I was little, every time I heard the word death, I just think of pitch black dark. Mm-hmm. So I never, when, every time I hear passing away or passed on or no longer with us or something like that, I always mm-hmm. think of like, him, or afterlife. I always mm-hmm. think of that. Mm-hmm. So death was always kind of like a, a scary thing for me when I was a kid. I always kind of tried to stay away from it and, yeah. and stuff like that. And then, uh, you hear, you watch, you're a, you're a kid, you see movies like, oh, he got shot to death, he got stabbed to death. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. man. So yeah. it just I always kind of put a dark thought in my mind. So mm-hmm. I always tried to stay away from it. But when uh, when grandmama died, was when daddy's daddy or daddy's mama died, mm-hmm. they called it past. They said she passed away. Yeah, and it kind of made me feel I understood. But because at the age I was like past, I don't really know what that means. But I know I know what it means. But I don't know what it means. Right, like, right, right. I know I know I'm not gonna see her no more. But I don't mm-hmm. know if she's like dead. I didn't right, think of right. it like that. That concept. Is yeah. yeah. So I was kind of thinking about it. Like, and I remember like. I was with, I can't remember what cousin it was. We was kind of like screaming in the sky. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to miss you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. As I'm doing it, I don't know why I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing it for. I just yeah. know, like, my grandma passed away. And they yeah. say she goes to the sky when you pass away. So I'm yeah. screaming to the sky. Like, yeah. I kind of remember that. But yeah. I don't remember, like, I, mean, I was got to stay away from death. The word yeah, death yeah, and right. the thought of it. So I was... I always looked at it like my grandmama passed away, my grandmama didn't die. Like yeah, I always yeah, kinda yeah. looked at it like that. When I was yeah. a kid, so, and I got older, I understand the difference now. Like I know gotcha. what it I know what it means and gotcha. stuff. And, that's real. <clears throat> yeah. It's it's interesting. And I actually remember uh, my my father's mother's passing because I was a bit older mm-hmm. and um and so it's interesting that we cause Reggie being my younger brother we uh, we experience a lot of the same things in life, mm-hmm. but from slightly different perspectives. Because I am older than I'm nine mm-hmm. years older than he is. So my grandmother <clears throat> passing, me perceiving my grandmother passing, and him perceiving our grandmother passing is looked at from almost two completely different viewpoints. Because I remember mm-hmm. being devastated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I had lived with my grandmother for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, for a few years, and. It's interesting to to even to just hear, you know what yeah. I mean? Because like that's something that we, of course, it's something that you never discuss. Hey, you remember right. when the grandmama passed? How did you feel? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't just, yeah. just randomly right. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's very uh, interesting to even just you know have in mind or to hear out mm-hmm. uh, for the first time. Yeah, 
get out of sending to a dark place though. <laughs> considering <laughs> considering like the circumstances surrounding certain things, you be like, oh, so how did you feel when? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? Right. That'll make me feel uncomfortable. Somebody <laughs> asking me something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll that'll put me in a hurt spot. I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to focus for the rest of the day. <laughs> right, yeah, right, 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 right. I'll go yeah, yeah, emotion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yes. then you know the con- I guess it depends on the conversation in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so I thought about. Okay, so since I'm since me and my wife are inspecting, mm-hmm. then um, what would my conversation be if they were to experience something like this before they were five or something like that? I would, okay, so okay. I, this that's what another part of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took me down is okay. Well, how would I explain? Or I don't know if y'all had that experience since you know uh, uh, having Ethan. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, that's that's a, that's a very good point. Yeah, but this, so I you know thought about that and and I think we were talking about it earlier how yeah. We are way more. We are more perceptive to things before the adult us can give the younger us the the, the chance to you know yeah. uh, reckon with or whatever. However you want to explain, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Say that, but um, but anyway, they took me down that journey. Oh, how could I? What am I going to say to you know my yeah. child about yeah, yeah, death? Yeah. And Congrats again on the on the appreciate the, way, on the little one on the way. And uh, that's actually funny that you should mention that because we were actually talking before. Uh, that we started taping here mm-hmm. about pets, that yeah. and, and that's actually um, how I kind of introduced the concept uh, to to Ethan mm-hmm. um, because he used to just random. I used to randomly catch him saying stuff like, uh, "Oh, I, I don't know if it was like video game mm-hmm. related, but he would he would mention death and mm-hmm. passing, mm-hmm. and um, oh man, it's gonna die. I just died, my character, and it used to bother me for yeah. him to be saying this, even though I knew he was using it in yeah, a purely yeah, right. fictional standpoint. I'm yeah. like, hey, stop saying that because you do not know what it is. You know what I mean? That, right. that you're that you're talking about. Like, yeah. quit saying, oh my my character. Don't even say my character died. Your character lost or he got right. knocked out. Don't right. say he right. died. Right. Because, you know, death yeah. is a very permanent thing. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like I didn't want him to, like, desensitize himself yeah. to what that idea really was. Mm-hmm. But um, for his birthday, was it fourth birthday? Um, I'm looking at my wife. <laughs> his fourth birthday, I got him a turtle. I got him a pet turtle. And I'm like, my auntie has a turtle. Our auntie Cookie has a turtle, yeah, which has yeah, been living for like 100 years. Like, <laughs> it's for sure going Like the water, you go look at the water, that mug is brown. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't even look like a turtle is yeah. in there. The it turtle looks like a dragon right. at this point. Like, it's yeah. indestructible. And I'm like, oh, I'll like give my a son a turtle. You know, it, man, that turtle lasted for two months. And it, I, I don't know if it was me cleaning out the tank too much or... It got an eye infection, can't see, so it can't, it won't eat, and then it passed away. Mm. So when his turtle died, I had to explain to him, my man, your turtle got sick, it died. You know what I mean? So like, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's went to turtle heaven, and you know, it, it, it's not with us anymore. And then after that, after he ex- experienced death on this even small scale. I let him, you know, change his language a little bit more because we had a whole conversation about it. And I'm like, you know, now that you've experienced this, you know, expand your vocabulary. You can say something that, you know, oh, I died, but don't use that lightly because now you see, like, you'll never, eternal name was Mikey. Like we mm-hmm. can never see Mikey again. <laughs> right. R.I.P. to Mikey. R.I.P. to Mikey. So. 
actually, I use like a pit, the passing of a pit, to uh, kind of break that down and explain that's the whole concept. And that's, of, that's good that you did the. That was a because that was a perfect moment to kind of define death and what dying is, and yeah, without yeah, being too like it's a turtle, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm for all the, the animal people, sorry that the turtle died, <laughs> yeah. but still, like it's a good way to do. You didn't flush the turtle or throw it away and say, "Oh, Mikey ran away." Right, like, right, right, stupid, right, right, Like what right, is that like? Right. Nah, this is what happened. This is what's going to happen. This right. is how it happens. Like, right. and I think that's the biggest reason. I think that's the biggest opportunity missed by yeah. people in general learning lessons. They want yeah. like uh, the the biggest part uh, of well, one of the biggest parts of my maturity or uh, the growth of my maturity was I had uh, my cousin Jason. Uh, he was the he talked to me and talked to me. Mm-hmm. Even when I was, when everybody was like, you ain't, you know, well, you don't, you don't supposed to be know who we talking about. This yeah, 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 yeah. He would talk to me and tell me, hey, man, you being a jerk. You know, this is what you're doing. This is what the after effect. And I'm like, yeah. oh, so my actions have repercussions in right, this type of way. Right, 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 right. So thank you for at least giving me knowledge of that. And so, right. but, and so I always, he's always, he's always had like a um, father figure types presence in my life based yeah. on that alone because he's always kept it 100 with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. <clears throat> instead of just saying whatever, you know. Right. Uh, of course, my, my pops, he, he is still just, yeah, work hard and take care of your family. Right, 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 right. And, well, you know, I respect, I appreciate that. Yeah. But as far as having the, the real, you know, that introduction to that part about it, and it, he really, and, and I'm saying that to say, that was one of my, another thing that it led me down is, is uh, being honest with our children. Yeah. Because, um, <clears throat> We talked about it outside. Yeah. I, I for sure. Um, I had a conversation with a, with a homie a few a few months back, and uh, he was talking about um, his son, mm-hmm. and you know, it being a certain age, his son being a certain age, and um, he not sure, you know, what he should tell him or not, or, or what, you know, you too young for that. And I was mm-hmm. like, nah, bro, because yeah. what he gonna do as soon as you tell him about something. Especially if he's at any small point, like inquisitive about it, mm-hmm. then everything else after that. He has somebody he can trust to talk about these things. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah. And uh, if it weren't for Jason, I would never had anybody that I at least had knowledge that I could talk to about. Yeah, because uh, yeah. he 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 brought it to me from at a mature level. Hey, I know you, eleven, ten, and, and right now all you can think about is basket dribbling the basketball as right, fast right. as you can down the court. Right, right, right. But right, when right. you came home and you didn't do this and do that, this is how you affected people around. Right, you. right, right. <clears throat> But anyway, I, now that was something else that I appreciated was going yeah. on that, that uh, rabbit hole. So, see, when you got a child on the way, you start thinking about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything. Yeah, I don't know, man. Right, right. It ain't no roadmap to parenthood. Right, right, right. Yeah. You, you tell your kids what you tell them, mm-hmm. just being real with them, because, you mm-hmm. mean, like, even before us, like our mamas and daddies didn't know what they was doing. Either. For sure, <laughs> for sure, right, right, right. Yeah, right, right, mamas right. And daddies didn't know what they was doing. Right. So we're not gonna know what we're doing for the for the first couple. But you gotta mm-hmm. figure out what works best for you because you can't raise your kids how somebody else raised their kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting right. to learn that the hard way. Right. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. I try to do the the, the non discipline and mm-hmm. like I got my little girl nine, mm-hmm. and then I got a son that's three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that age gap, I gotta be super attentive to him. Yeah. I want to be super attentive to her. She right. she's used to that because she's spoiled rotten right. but then at the same time it's like she kind of now rejecting me because I spent so much time over right. my son and not mm-hmm. enough time putting finger there and letting her paint my right. 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 you know I feel like so that's it's, a, it's hard man I feel like that's a learning experience not it only is, for, for you but for her as well because she got to learn how to 
Share that. Yeah, so I said, so now somebody else in the house now, so yeah. I gotta. Yeah, make Especially when he get older. She's super aggressive now. Yeah. yeah. And she, she older than him, so, yeah, but. She don't do that, because, like, I don't, don't want to say I raise her roughly, mm, but, yeah. I mean, I'm a little bit rough on yeah, her. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, you're a little girl, but at the end of the day, you don't want nobody punking you out or yeah. Yeah, girl, yeah. pulling on your head, none of that. So, you need to learn to stand up for yourself. Exactly. So, she practices that now mm-hmm. more than she has been able to, because now I can't if I'm holding my son mm-hmm. and I say, hey, Tiana. Uh, can you go give me the remote? All right, you sitting right there. Why can't you get it? Ooh, I can't yeah. just jump up. And get in. I can't do that. I'm holding my son. So I'm just like, wow. oh, Jessica, come in here and get your daughter. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. she just kind of like brushed me off. I'm not even a threat to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, you so she kind of like, she kind of like, oh, I know he holding my brother. He not going to do nothing to me. Yeah. I know if he just got home from work, he's not going to do nothing to me yeah. because he's tired. You know? mm, so now she's pointing out all of that, man. It's yeah, like, that's very interesting. So what? Quick question though. So, what do you think that translates for her saying that? Mm. I ain't. Well, well, you mentioned it. You said you spoil, yeah. spoil. That's she how we spoil, do. We spoil. Yeah. So yeah, but it's like I don't know though. It's like she is. She spoiled. That's yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiled. She's she yeah. used she to getting her way. Yeah, 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 it's because she's been the only she yes for nine no years. Sir. Yeah. She yes sir, no sir. But then she get them times where it's like on that movie. Um, uh, what's that movie? Inside Out, where the little girl start developing her. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. It's like I'm the red dude all the time. My son, I kind of got to be like. The red dude, and then I gotta be the blue dude, then I be the green dude. I gotta do all of this stuff for him so he can see that I have mo- more emotions yeah. than just yeah, anger. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, want yeah, him yeah. to grow up and be like, oh, my daddy was angry all the time. Right. Oh, that, that actually is a perfect segue to something that um, I, I just have to share mm. with this group. And I, I'm 100% sure me and Tony have talked about it before. And I'm sure me and Reggie have talked about it before. Mm. But Trace, this might be my first time introducing it to you. Okay. And it's actually crazy because it's something that I, that me and Tab kind of developed when <laughs> we saw the movie. We, we all were big fans of the movie Apocalypto yeah. by mm-hmm. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Uh, wow, yeah. Amazing. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, tough. so yeah. and, and this even give you more backstory on the podcast itself. So I'm going mm-hmm. to do a back, a back backstory <laughs> and then I'm going to give you this other backstory theory type hybrid thing. So, okay. yeah, y'all just we'll play this out on this. Right. So, me and uh, Tony, Tony is cheese. Cheese is Tony, right? Uh, so, we used to have an apartment together. In Antioch, Antioch is a suburb of Nashville, um, in this apartment complex called Chimney Top. So we were young. This is before I married my wife, um, and we were we had like this bachelor pad, mm-hmm. and but you know we was on the on the we were roughing it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we were yeah. young yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. we didn't have yeah. no cable. We had the basic, basic, basic necessities. That, that existed. So we right. had no feminine touch in our apartment at all. <laughs> and uh, so we had the most basic necessity. So um, we actually, Reggie used to come to the house. And what, what did you used to find like in the kitchen? Man. In our, in our Go refrigerator. Go in the kitchen. First of all, niggas need food stamps, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you live it by yourself, my nigga, get some food stamps. It's essential. So I go in there. I'm thinking I'm finna kick with my brother house here. You guys on spot I'm finna kick it. Mm-hmm. Open the refrigerator, niggas, like three cartons of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, but niggas eat eggs. Don't have the food. And then I'm like, okay. Okay, that's kind of weird. I don't know why they got so many eggs. Cool. 
So I'm like, they got some noodles. I know niggas keep noodles now. <laughs> Open the cabinet. It's like four things of peanut butter. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And why is it so much <laughs> peanut butter and eggs? Nigga making peanut butter eggs. And omelets. Sandwiches. Nigga peanut butter eggs. All the protein you need in a peanut butter egg sandwich. I'm like, good. So that, that's, just to, that's just to show you like how basic we was living. It's not like one carton of egg, one thing of peanut butter. Three of each. And you get corn eggs for like ninety nine cents. Yeah, you yeah, got like four yeah. carton eggs. Right. Yeah. But um, so we we got the most basic of the basic. We ain't got no cable at the crib. All we got is like DVDs on top of DVDs. But after a while, we done watched every single DVD like two to three times. And I come home one day. And Cheese is not only watching the DVD, he watching it with the director commentary. I'm like, what, you, what are you doing? Like, man, I need some noodle wine. So I sit down, and then we just watch a movie after movie with the director commentary on, yeah. just so we have some variation. Yeah. So the podcast is almost like the director commentary uh, uh, for these chapters. Um, but with that said, let me take you back to what, what you what you got sparked within me when you were saying uh, Inside Out and you and you the angry uh, version, but then when you got your son you have to be a more mellowed out version and this is a thing that uh pretty me cheese and tab had kind of developed after watching apocalypto like five times every man comes in a minimum of two formats you are your the way that you are when you are and we basically take the whole world that we live in the cities the the, the civilization regress that back to a jungle Okay. Because at the end of the day, we are all, you know what I mean? We yeah. all derive from that right. man in the jungle right. fighting for survival, right? Yeah. So, like, if you if you take this back and, and the Flintstones, but, you know, with our skin tone and give yeah. us some trees instead of <laughs> yeah. all the bedrock, yeah. <laughs> like, we are men in the jungle. All you got is your hut. Mm-hmm. And then when you step outside that hut, you back in that jungle. Right. So every man breaks down in two formats. You got the <clears throat> hut version of yourself, and then you got the jungle version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that jungle version of yourself is when you got to step outside of the hut, you got to pick up that spear, and you got to go meet up with the war party, and y'all mm-hmm. got to go hunt down a boar. Right. Or you got to go fight off the invaders from the neighboring village. Right. And our whole thing was when you are in jungle mode, mm-hmm. you have to be... A, a, a more monster than man. You know what right, I mean? Right, you right, you right, gotta right. kill your enemies and you yeah. smear their blood across your face and you're like, ah, right, right, who right. else right. want it? You I know mean, what I mean? Like, I mean and you yeah. have to do that because yeah. that's you, you have to be in survival mode yeah. to do that. So we would talk about being in the jungle, but then after you have hunted the boar, you done brought back your meat, you gotta go back into your hut. And then you can't be more monster than man inside your hut. Right, you got to right. leave that spear outside yeah. the door. You got to yeah. wipe that blood off your face. Mm-hmm. And then your son run up to you. You got to toss him in the air and be like, hey, right. ah, yeah. look, yeah. Bobby, Bobby. you got to you know, baby talk yeah. to him. And then you got to hug your wife. And you can't be the, the, the just. You can't be the same. Mm-hmm. And we used to kind of uh, uh, be like... If we if we talking to if I'm talking to Marsha on the phone mm-hmm. or something like that and and she's lean in and he like listening to what I'm saying because I'm being soft I'm like hey man that, that's like you standing outside the window of my hut peeking at me like, what I just see him kill somebody what are you doing hey, like hey man get out of my hut right, right, right. like this is this is my hut like yeah. like I, like you yeah, know what I mean yeah. so when you said that, like yeah. when you are with that baby. 
you are in full out hut mode. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. I, all of the 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 I hate the word toxic masculinity, but mm-hmm. the 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 chest puffed out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The strong yeah. arm. He's you got to lay that to the wayside yeah. and like you know what I mean? Just cradle cradle yeah. your, your son and, right. and, and and talk to him. So when you said that, that sparked that whole idea and uh and uh, mindset that we had developed or kind of theory of mindset that we had developed uh, so long ago. Mm-hmm. That baby make yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. But I've been thinking about that so much. It's yeah, just, I've been thinking about. Uh, of course, we ain't no west side to go back to for them to look at right. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think about that because because I want them to understand uh, the building blocks in my like as far as my just perspective on life. Yeah, and yeah, I definitely. can't take them back there no more. Mm. So so I think about because when I was younger, you know. Late teens or whatever. Okay, whenever I had kids, I would think I'm gonna take them to prison. I'm gonna take them to prison. I'm gonna see what. And now it's like that ain't fair. Yeah. And at the same time, if I take them there, all they're gonna do is see a relic anyway. Yeah. So even if it was still up, and they're seeing it out of context. Right. Completely out of context. Not in context at all. They're not gonna understand that that's all I had. So. We are family, and so yeah, yeah, these are yeah. the episodes of this, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I think, but I think about that a lot about, um, and, and which is at the same time, like what you and your wife got as yeah. far as like y'all. I'm, I'm like, okay, so that's what you do. You like we was yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. football, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I do decide, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And so, I, and of course, I, I appreciate the um, be, y'all, you know, being our guinea pigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that brings up an interesting point because. Um, I understand exactly where you are coming from because mm-hmm. your childhood and the way you come up in the neighborhoods you come up in mm-hmm. shapes you so much. Right. And when you have a kid, you want to share so much mm-hmm. of all of the good things, even even the good things in negative situations because mm-hmm. when we in the projects, we are in poverty. And you know right, what I mean? Sometimes right, right. it can be rough, mm-hmm. but you like, man, it made me stronger in this way and this mm-hmm. way and that way. And I don't want my kid to miss out on the way that these negative environments made me better. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? So that's why you want to take them back to the hood. Mm-hmm. And that spilled over to me. Mm-hmm. And because um, when I had, uh, I have two kids. I have a son and a daughter. My son is seven. My daughter is three. Mm-hmm. And when my son was five, we started to play tackle football. Mm-hmm. And I deliberately took him to the hood to play football mm-hmm. so he could be, you know what I mean, what what, what was home for right, me. Right, you know what right. I mean? So I feel like I'm taking him back home and I wanted him to be able to be, I wanted him to be able to, uh, when TSU homecomings come around, <laughs> 10 years from now, right. I wanted him to be able to go to feel. TSU homecomings and be at home. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I feel yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, bro, yeah, I used to play football with us. Bro, I used to play baseball with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be comfortable at home right, right. as opposed to we live out, you know what I mean, yeah, on, on the yeah. edges of Brickwood. Yeah. And you're like, who, who are these guys? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I can't have that, that, man. Right. I can't <laughs> have that. So I understand exactly what, you, what you're saying when you're like, man. I want to take them out west, but ain't no out west to take them to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting it's, point. It's kind of still there, though. I yeah, mean, you know what I'm saying, though. I mean, in certain aspects of it, because, like, I live, when, you know, we all say the third seven, yeah, yeah, third yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, right down the drive. Yeah, yeah. So, right, right, right. When, when I was young, we lived in, I'm like, 3876 or something like that. Like, three yeah. doors down from where my mom lived. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, growing up in that and then having so many memories from that, but to be, 
on that same street. I'm still on Georgia yeah. Court, but now I'm yeah. in 3613. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So I'm still on Georgia Court. It's not bricks no more, but right. the atmosphere is right. like when I walk yeah. on that street, man, that street's still the same. I still mm, can smell, same. you feel yeah, 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 yeah. Like just the essence of being in that environment. When we yeah, go down, when we leave off Georgia Court and we see that wall, like, man, yeah. we got so many fish yeah, fights yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. pick up football games right, right. in this yeah. Yeah. area yeah. of the hill. Yeah. So it's like I yeah. can still uh, give her. That that feel that vibe, but with it being you know a little yeah. more up yeah. Yeah, 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 a little bit yeah. better now, but you know it's still you still get that same kind of feel because mm-hmm. my daughter she go she big on her imagination she can imagine stuff right right, yeah, right. So right. if you it's tell amazing. a story good enough you can make them imagine anything so you can mm-hmm. ride through it. man you know it used to be. This right here, if you can show them a picture, how it yeah. used to look like this, but imagine yeah. that being right here, but everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And to give context to the listeners and viewers, Nashville, we're in Nashville, and it's going through like this big developmental boom, and there's a lot of gentrification, and like old neighborhoods <clears throat> are slowly like being not erased, but repaved, re reimagined, and stuff like that. <laughs> so you might see somewhere that you spent a lot of time growing up, and it's completely different. Mm-hmm. They've completely changed now. So yeah, that, right. that's a that's an interesting aspect that I probably have never thought of. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, sorry, I was supposed to say, I don't oh. know what's going on. I was just trying to do my chest. I was trying to interrupt. Good looking, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do it quietly. Yeah, appreciate that. We need to break anyway. Yeah. Okay. I think it's going good, though. Yeah. yeah. It's going real good. How you going to switch okay. it up and go to the next? I'll end the episode. I'll end the whole episode. Oh, I'll end this episode. Yeah. So, okay. So, do we need to be more intentional about... Uh, No. I mean, really, the way that it went is is, is fine, fine, perfect for it to go. Gotcha. Okay. Um, And especially with that one... You want more than that? Mm Mm-hmm. Nah. I appreciate that. I'm going to go get some ice anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We should be recording this. We're gonna take a, a quick break and we will come back oh, with more, <laughs> more podcasts. Ah. Okay, I'm recording. Are you recording? <clears throat> yep. Um so yeah. Um so and that's it. That's us. Really, that that's the podcast in in a nutshell. That's what we're here to do. Swap stories, you sitting down, you kicking it with the crew, we chopping it up, we, uh, you know, doing what we do. So it's pretty much like, hey, you, you, come, you come sit at the table and, and, and kick it with, with, with the kids. So, um, is that mine? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and, um, um, so I think that pretty much wraps up Ignorance is Bliss. Uh, once again, this is uh, chapter one of A Poor Excuse for a Book, which makes this uh, episode one of A Poor Excuse for a Podcast. I am Nathan McDougal. Hold on. Got, oh. One quick second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to congratulate you, bro, on the first podcast. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They got to hear it. and see the clinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this looks like pink lemonade, <laughs> which it is, but it's got tequila in it as well. Um... Yeah, man, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate uh, more than anything, hey, my brother's coming out and kicking it with me and sitting down and chopping it up with me here and allowing me to complete, continue and complete my whole vision for this book and everything that comes along with it and, and for people to see and even reading the material. 
<laughs> and doorbell is here. My son is home, so it's <laughs> all good. It's but uh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. One.